and three, two, one. Welcome to The Peaceful Truth, the podcast where we talk about everything from women empowerment, feminism, and everything in between. You are joined by your host, Kenzie Meekbeck. Thank you guys so much for tuning in yet another week of The Peaceful Truth. Um, So actually some personal background context for today. I was going to take a week off um, from recording because I was just tired this week and I was um, just kind of needed a little vacation, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't going to be permanent. It was just going to be like a week long thing. And um, just to take a week off, um, I'm the only one running it. So when I take a week off, there's no podcast. Um, So I thought it was okay to allow myself that and I was trying not to feel guilty about it and not releasing content because this means, this topic means so much to me and I was going to do that. (laughs) I was going to go shopping for a bicycle to do a century ride and um, I was going to treat myself this week and do a little self-care. But you know what, sometimes topics are more important than my needs or at least I thought this week. It was more important than my needs um, that have come up in the news and I feel like it's my place to talk about um, particularly with the content and goal of this podcast which is women empowerment and you know usually I try I mean we have uh, openly because I used to have a co-host and I have I don't like to go overly political with things or overly crap on one party over another um, because to me, like genuinely and to the bottom of my soul, I feel like human rights and gender equality should not be a topic of political debate, but unfortunately where we are and how the culture is, um, that's how parties fall and laws fall and things happen that way. And though like to the purest point, sometimes I don't think that being conservative in political views or being liberal in political views necessarily has anything to do with what you think on other human beings and what their rights should be. Um, Traditionally, I don't think that's how it is, but I think that is how society is. So sometimes politics does come into play because that's how culture currently is. Um, So I'm going to talk about politics today and particularly abortion. It hasn't been a topic I don't think I've been too public on, um, but I'm going to dive right in today because it's important and what happened this week is important and we need to stick up for women and women empowerment and I'm going to do that still and it did not, it uh, eliminated my need for a break this week. Um, So what happened this week? Why why is this episode so vital, Um, in my opinion? It is the House Bill 314 Human Protection Act in the state of Alabama. It uh, was signed into law in Alabama this week in their state. It's a near total ban on abortion. The only exceptions have to do when when a woman's life is in danger. I did try a little bit. I'm going to admit I didn't do a huge deep dive into the research and read the bill itself, but I, I, I didn't um, look into what that qualifies as to what entails a woman's life being in danger and what those different things are. Um, but I did read several articles, so I'm, and they didn't specify uh, that, the ones that I read. 
So where am I getting my information today? I'm getting it from CBS News, a variety of articles, but they were all by um, Katie or, Kitty Smith, or Kate Smith. Um, the New York Times, which was by Timothy Williams and Alan Blinder, and The Guardian, which was a variety of different people and a variety of different articles, um, but it was all, all of these different sources. So let's first just talk about what happens um, when this bill um, becomes effective. So it, it was passed and it was signed into law um, by the governor, um, who is a woman and her name is Kay. Um, the bill, I'm going to read a quote from CBS by Kate Smith. Um, the bill provides no exceptions for rape or incest and classifies the procedure as a class A felony in the state. That means a doctor caught performing abortions in Alabama would face up to 99 years in prison. Um, and it includes every stage of pregnancy. So it does make me wonder, and it has been out there as well, according to some of these articles, that it sets up a legal battle um, for anti-abortion campaigners in the hope that it will go to the Supreme Court and overturn Roe versus Wade, a 1973 nationwide ruling that legalized abortion. Um, the Alabama legislation passed it 25 to six on Tuesday. Um, it was 25 white man, men that did it. Um, six voted against. Um, I believe it was one other white man. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but the rest were either women or people of more diverse backgrounds. It's our bodies, our choices. It was 25 white men that made this decision. Um, and it was signed into law by men and it eliminated a woman's right. Um, to do with what she would want with her own body. Um, personally, I just don't think it should be up to the government what I can do and, or can't do with my body. Um, and whether you agree whether it's right or wrong, like abortion itself, I think you definitely, res I respect and understand the argument as to why people are against it, but it has nothing to do with the government. Um, and it's uh, my body, my choice sort of a thing, and I can do whatever I want with my body. Um, and if it were sperm that and men that would be punished for like ejaculating and a doctor couldn't prevent them from like being ejaculated or, some, or having an ejaculated, ejaculation or something like that, this would never even be a topic of discussion. And it's, it's something that has nothing to do with a man's rights or a man's body and it shames women uh, culturally and government-wise for a lot of things and a lot of reasons. Um, so a girl could be raped and it would be a felony for a doctor to help her. It almost insinuates to me this law, insinuates to me that this, a woman chose that situation and a woman chose that happening to her. By not including the exception of rape, it's, in my opinion, an insinuation that it was her choice and that she has to follow through with what happened to her. Um, and I think it's the same argument as asking for it, but it wasn't her choice. Um, I know there are some things in there that specify for health. Unfortunately, a lot of articles didn't go into that, but like, what about mental health? And what about a young child who was raped and had no decision or even any woman that was raped and had no decision in the matter 
And um, what about her mental health? Is mental health not as relevant or as important as physical health? And I think it's setting that precedent that I thought we were doing so well against of normalizing mental health and making it an okay to admit to thing, to admit to having an issue, an okay thing, not an issue, I'm sorry, that wasn't politically correct, an okay thing to admit that there was something you wanted to help within yourself to help your mental health and help in that. And after the baby is born though, those same politicians pass no laws to care for those additional babies that will be born because of this law and do not provide support after the baby is born and do not care for the baby after it is born. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to bring up another point um, from another article, another CBS article still by Kate, I believe. But an 11-year-old Ohio girl was recently raped by a 26-year-old multiple times, and it left her pregnant, according to police reports. And a state law passed in April um, that hasn't come into effect but will says victims like her won't have a choice to have an abortion, and this would um, make her carry and deliver her rapist child. Um, how is that a thing that uh, isn't against someone's health um, as an one? as a child doing that to your body and two, um, to the baby and three, to their mental health um, is not for her health. I also looked up another thing. So I wanted to make a point that it's 90, up to 99 years for performing an abortion and the abortion law makes no exception for rape. No exception for rape. And it's 99 years in prison to help a girl. Um, but what is this stat? Um, what is the law and maximum for committing statutory rape in Alabama? It is only up to 20 years in prison. Um, so the woman ha who has no choice and who was raped, um, her life and the doctor's life who is helping her can be impacted up to 99 years. But this man, same man, will only get 20. And tell me that women empowerment and women's issues is still not a relevant thing to be discussed. Tell me that. Um, anyway, um, it was important for me to talk today and it was important for me to say these things. Um, and yeah, I thank you for listening to this platform. And what we can do right now, I'm sorry, my cat is literally cleaning himself on camera. What we can do right now is vote and um, continue to have an active voice um, and continue to fight um, and speak out um, and change cultural normatives. Uh, so yeah. Um, that being said, maybe next week I might take a week off. I haven't decided yet, but if there is no episode, that's why. I will be back. It's just I need a vacation for myself and a little bit of personal care um, and self-care. But, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in for another week. I'll see you guys very soon. Thanks. Bye.